T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's go out to the 610 hotline. Welcome in our guy from Sports Illustrated, Matt Verderam. Matt, I just got an email. I'm sure you can just get us into this party. I I got an email officially, Sports Illustrated, the party for Super Bowl weekend. I know you have all kinds of poll, so I'm sure you'll have a VIP table for Cody, Drew, and I. Ready to go. Yeah, whatever you need. Um, Perfect. I'll make a call to people that I don't even know exist, and we'll get it done. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm, It's like I, one of those, like, hey, man, do you know this guy who works here? Like, there's like 20,000 people here. No, I don't. I Honestly... I don't even know where it is, what day it is. I don't even know if I'll be there. Like, I know I'm at the Senior Bowl. I know I'm at the Combine. I know I'm credentialed to the Super Bowl. I have no idea. No clue. So, this is one of those things you just kind of put your head down. If they invite you, great. If not, like, whatever. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, what's the story always with ESPN, like the ESPYs, and, like, there's only, like, ten, like six people on air that get invited to the ESPYs. It's like the rest of the yeah. employees don't get to go anyway. Yeah, I, I, I hate to you know be honest with myself, but I don't think when they were putting together the guest list for that, they're like, wait a minute, we've got to make sure Matt Verderham. You were right after like Gronk, they're just like one step yeah. down. Yeah, I was probably somewhere between like three hundredth and like nine thousand on the list. So, um, you know, I'm sure I'm I'm the reason people are going to go. It's huge. Matt, yeah. How do you think? Like, we're looking at the playoff field, and we play the game here in Kansas City, just like every team plays, which is. Who do you want the Chiefs to face? Steelers, obvious answer, if given a choice. But really, we were bouncing between Dolphins and Bills. But what I'm more curious about is what do other teams say about the Chiefs? Because, like, I heard a clip from Stu Gotch yesterday where he was like, eh, they can come here, it's fine. Do other teams fear Chiefs the way they do in previous years out of just, like, pure respect at the very least? Let's put it this way. I think people look at the Chiefs as more vulnerable than in years past because they are. I also think nobody's lining up to see them in a playoff game. I mean, you, you're still talking about Andy Reid, who's going to walk into Canton five years after he retires. You're talking about Patrick Mahomes, who might they, they might waive the voting period for him when after he retires. There's Travis Kelsey, who even with what is a down year for him, if he plays at all against the Chargers, probably going crack a thousand yards. And then there's Rice and Pacheco and, and a top three defense. I don't think there are teams that are just like, you know who we want to have come in our building? That team. I think they'd much rather face Miami, much rather face Cleveland, even though I think Cleveland has earned respect. Um, Anybody out of the AFC South. The Bills and the Chiefs, to me, are on their own tier. They're teams that could lose to anybody, and they're teams that could go to the Super Bowl, and I don't know necessarily from a national perspective that would shock a whole lot of people either way. When you look at these teams this weekend and what they have to play for and, and the implications that it has, I mean, do you, out of these teams that are currently in the playoff field or fringe, like how much of an impact does it have on 
some of these coaching situations. I know back when the McDermott comments came out about the whole 9-11 stuff, everybody thought, yeah. oh, this is it. But they've also now won a bunch of football games and they might make the playoffs. Is he safe? Is, are guys that are fringe playoff teams uh, going to be, you know, looking at different job opportunities? What about like in the, a- the NFC South even, where you could have a team like Tampa win the division. Everybody thought Todd Bowles was going to get fired. Right. I, I think in the NFC um, – if Tampa were to lose to Carolina, that might be enough to get him fired in that spot. Um, but I think he's back. Dennis Allen, if the Saints still get in the playoffs, he's, I would think he's gone. Um, they're unlikely to get in. They, they have a few different paths, but none of them are very likely. Pete Carroll safe. Um, LaFleur is safe. Eva Flus, obviously, like, they're not going to make the playoffs anyway, but he's done enough to be safe in Chicago. Um, O'Connell safe in Minnesota. I think it's a miracle that team's even in competition for the playoffs considering all their injuries. Um, so I, I think probably Dennis Allen's the only one on the fringe there. You know, there's been talk around, you know, league circles with Sirianni and Philly and what's gone on there. I can't imagine he's on the hot seat. I, I know that, that they've really collapsed, but like they just went to the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. I, I just can't see that, even though I think there is some thought like, hey, this thing's gone downhill so fast and it's Philadelphia. Um, in the AFC, McDermott's the one you look at and go, well, what would happen? I don't think he's getting fired. I mean, if they go to Miami and they lose by like 40 points or something, then maybe. But, it, you know, if they go down there and they lose, it's bad. And you're going to have a lot of people locally calling for his head. But I, I don't think that he would be fired. When you look at the Baltimore Ravens, I kind of want to go back to that side of it. How do you view Lamar Jackson as a playoff quarterback? Is this because, like, the positive people matter going to be like, Hey, Peyton Manning struggled his first few times out, you know, so one in three with like 150 yards a game, it ain't all that bad. And then on my side, it's like, if he has an early exit again this year, they lose and that divisional round. Hell, I think maybe if he even was in the championship game, considering they got the best team, he's got to be sidled with can't win in the playoffs. And he should be, frankly, if they don't, I mean, you could say it's unfair, but that's the NFL. I mean, that's the history of the NFL. Guys get that label. Now, I think there are other circumstances in past years that have kind of cost them games as well, but let's be real. He has not played well in the playoffs, period. I mean, there is no other way around that. He has had, even the game they won in Tennessee a couple of years ago, he was not great in that football game. I mean, they won that game largely because of their defense, and that's fine. They won. Um, I think, look, he's going to be the MVP. If I voted, he'd have my vote. I think he deserves to be. Um, he's been spectacular. The, the reality is they've, again, if not the best defense in football, right there with Kansas City and Cleveland, top three, top four. So they're excellent. Um, he has some weapons this year, although they are beat up with, with Andrews and, and Mitchell Hurt. Um, but, yeah, this is this has kind of got to be the year they go to the Super Bowl. Like, I think if they go to the Super Bowl and they play the Niners and they lose or something, I don't think anybody's going to really kill them for that. They got to get there. Like if Buffalo or Kansas City or Cleveland, could you imagine if Flacco goes in there and beats them? Unbelievable. What that would be like? Like I, if, but if they lose in the AFC playoffs, oh yeah. I mean, you're going to have a lot of that, and and I think fair enough. Help me figure out, Matt, the Jaguars, because everybody kind of loved Trevor Lawrence heading into the season as a dark horse MVP candidate. There were plenty of times where he didn't play at a high level. And then when he started to play well, he got hurt. He's still not healthy yet. Jacksonville could win on, on this, this Sunday and still win the AFC South. What What's kind of gone wrong there? I mean, Trevor Lawrence is not a bad quarterback, but are we finding out that like, okay, the, the, the days of him being a top five quarterback or the hope of him being a top five quarterback, is that done? 
Uh, the hope's done, but he's not a top five quarterback right now. I, I didn't think necessarily was last year, although I did think he was very good last year. I thought he was in the top eight or nine this year. I think he's probably around top ten. Um, you know, you want to get anywhere from, depending on how you view him, you know, somewhere like eight to twelve. Look, the reality is for them, they are a sieve defensively. They can't stop any. I mean, any team that can throw the ball is going to throw the ball all over them. They just can't stop anybody. Josh Allen has had an unbelievable year under the radar nationally. He's been great. Nobody else has done anything on that defense worth noting. I mean, they just can't. They can't generate pressure outside of Allen. They they struggle to cover. I mean, there are huge gaps in their defense when you watch them. Offensively, ETN has been good, not great this year. I think they need a little more out of him. The offensive line has been shuffled around a lot. They've been beat up. Um, and then, that, look, the last couple of weeks have been without Christian Kirk. That's a huge deal. So some of it's been injury. Some of it's been a little bit of underperformance, I think, offensively. And some of it has been the offense has to score constantly because the defense just can't get off the field. So um, I, I believe by the time we get to the divisional round, there will not be an AFC South team still standing. I think they'll all be wiped out. Stepping away from the actual teams themselves, I was just thinking more about the playoffs and whether or not any kind of big moment could change the way the league's been doing the refereeing. If they cost like a massive playoff game, is that enough for yep. the NFL to start employing these changes? Because just this last week, I could not believe, Matt, that they chose instead of just taking blame one time to send out a video being like, it's the Lions' fault. We screwed up. Yeah. And that the, right. the, the six foot five guy standing in front of me was not, you know, like they screwed up, not us. Like part of me thinks that they're just never going to fix it. It doesn't matter if it costs an NFC title game. Well, you know, it's funny. I'm actually working currently on a piece going out for next week for Sports Illustrated where I talk to a bunch of people inside the league. I mean, coaches, GMs, players, like, like people who are currently dealing with this situation day in, day out, affecting their job security. I asked them two questions. One, if you had the power to change one thing about officiating, what would you do? And two, what is most frustrating about the current state of officiating? And without delving into the whole thing, because I'd like people to maybe go and read it, the idea is essentially, look, the consistency is just brutal. I mean, it's just brutal. There's no week-to-week, game-to-game, sometimes talking to some of these people, even within, within games, it's just all over the place. And I think there is an appetite with a lot of both coaches and players for a sky judge who can essentially come in, if people are familiar with, with hockey or you know, if they watch soccer, there is a very quick and effective replay system. Like if hockey, something goes wrong, they go to Toronto immediately. And they figure it out. And there's a command control room, and they get it done. And hockey does a phenomenal job of it. And in football, it's just a lot of Keystone cops. Like, they don't, they, they don't know what they're doing. I also think personally, and this is my opinion, the rule book is way too convoluted. There's way too much going on. I mean, when we were all kids, if you caught the ball, you caught the ball. Now, did you catch the ball? Did you take three steps? Did you accept it into your heart? Did you make a football? I mean, it's just like, look, did he catch the football or did he not? Then you get into the whole stuff about roughing the passer. I think they really need to make these officials full-time. I think they need to just simplify some of these rules. And I think they really need to start with, hey, look, if you grade out as one of the worst two crews in the league, you're fired. That's it. And you bring somebody else in to do a better job. Because year after year, we see the same crews, which in some cases is good news. In some cases, it's a tire fire, and you know it's a tire fire, and you deal with it every year. No, I think it's well said. I mean, the, the Sky Judge, I would wonder if the same lack of accountability from their peers 
if you had a sky judge, would we still have the same problem, though? Would anybody, like, truly be willing, let's say, in New York, as we say with baseball, like, would anybody in New right. York be willing to overturn the official and make them look bad? Like, that, I still wonder if they that let would... let me do it. I'll do it. I'm fine. I'm fine to overturn whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you almost, though, if you do that, it can't be a bunch of ex-officials in there. Mm-hmm, exactly. Like, it's got to be people, like, put in a mix of people who are qualified and educated and have gone through whatever training program you got to put them through. But, like, you know, and then, by the way, from my understanding, there has been, like, this has not been a problem of getting acceptance from players and coaches and GMs and executives. Like, the NFL just won't do it, which to me is nuts. I mean, at some point here, God knows it's not a financial question. Do it. And I think, you know, you're look, the bigger problem that we all know is more and more and more and more people are gambling. People can legally gamble. You can gamble from your phone now. I mean, it's different than 25 years ago where, look, if you weren't in Vegas or Atlantic City, you couldn't legally bet on a game. You can now. And you can do it constantly and from anywhere just about in the United States. More money's riding on every call than ever before. And, look, you know, the officiating, by the way, I will say, the officiating's been horrible forever. The only difference right. now is you have Sunday ticket and you have red zone and everybody sees everything. And even if you don't have that, you have social media and you see these things from 900 angles, go back and do what I do as a nerd. Go watch a game on YouTube from 1990. The officiating's hideous, but you just didn't see those games all the time because they're all regionally televised. Now you're just, and rightfully so, there's more, there's more uh, you know, scrutiny on every call. No, no doubt. Hey, Matt, appreciate it as always, man. Uh, we'll be waiting for the invite to the SI party in Vegas. Thank you. So will I. Take care. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.